Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. I am so excited tonight as we have the vocalist and singer-songwriter Christina Chris joining us from the rock band Kaleido. So it's going to be a great interview tonight. We're going to take you on this band's amazing musical journey. But before I bring them on, I always like to do a brief introduction. Uh, They're going to be one of the many bands that I've had the honor and pleasure of interviewing. Some of the other bands I've had on my show have included Tremonti, Trivium, Sick Puppies, Lacey Sturm of Flyleaf, Red Sun Rising, Shaman's Harvest, and so many others. So I created this show to support people in the entertainment industry. So please check out the podcast. So many amazing and talented musicians, comedians, and other entertainers I've had on this show. Um, Also, just to do a brief introduction with the show, um, I started the show because I wanted to support people and also because I have an extensive background in interviewing. And one of the things I truly enjoy doing is supporting and promoting people by really getting an interesting interview out there that's going to be different from others. We're going to learn a lot about these people's lives as well as how talented they are and, of course, promoting um, what they come on the show for. So I always just say to please keep in mind, um, I do have a background in psychology. That's what my doctor degree is in. But the show is purely meant for entertainment purposes. Um, We're not doing any type of formal therapy on the air. And also just to keep in mind that I want my guests to feel grounded to talk about whatever they'd like. But of course, if it's a potentially humiliating or embarrassing story to just uh, keep any identifying information out. So if you're tuning in tonight, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. And if you want to call in, the number is 805-243-1320. So let's do a nice introduction for Kaleido, and then I will bring Christina on the air. So this band's really interesting. They haven't been around that long. They formed in around 2011, and they're based out of Detroit, Michigan. They really have made a major name for themselves in a short period of time. In 2013 and 2014, they were named the best rock band in Detroit by Real Detroit Weekly, as well as they won two Detroit Music Awards in 2015 for Outstanding Pop Rock Group, as well as Outstanding Rock Recording Artists. And that was based on their um, second EP that was titled Unbreakable. Kaleido really has a dynamic sound, an original sound. That's one thing that I truly think sets them apart from a lot of the rock bands out there, and especially female-fronted rock bands. They combine elements of rock, pop, funk, R&B, and some ska. The band has also shared stages with uh, some major artists, including Aerosmith, Slash, Hailstorm, and 21 Pilots, to name a few. So as I mentioned, we're going to take you on a really cool journey tonight. You're going to really learn about this band, how they came together, and a lot about their background. We'll be promoting tonight their album that is titled Experience. That's going to be out on May 19th, and I highly recommend people pick up a copy. I had a chance to preview it, and it is outstanding. So be sure to check them out. They're starting their tour tomorrow with Seether and Letters from the Fire. Special thanks, too, to Ed Bunker from No Problem Marketing. I've done several interviews with him, and it is always a pleasure uh, setting up interviews for his artists. All right, so let's bring Christina on. Hey, Christina, how are you? Hello, I'm well. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure to have you on and promote the band. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm very happy to call in tonight. Absolutely. So are you guys on the road right now? Yes, we just left a bit earlier today, and we are on our way to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, to either and start the Poison Parish Tour. Awesome, and that's tomorrow night, correct? Yes. Great. Where are you guys going to be playing tomorrow night? Um, It's the Chameleon Club. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've heard of it. Lancaster, PA. Definitely, and we have two nights in a row there, actually. Oh, wow. Awesome. And who else is is Letters from the Fire, right? They're also on the bill? Yes. Yes, Letters from the Fire as well. Great. Great band. Great lineup that you guys have. That's going to be an awesome uh, tour. We can't wait. It's so funny because it's felt like forever <laughs> to get to the tour, and now it's here. I just can't believe it. I'm just, I'm ready to go. 
That's amazing. That's amazing. So let's do this. Let's digress a little bit. I always like to kind of start from kind of the beginning a little bit and hear about, um, you know, who you are as an artist. Um, tell me a little bit about growing up in Detroit, Michigan. You know, what were you like as a kid in terms of, you know, what were some interesting things about you? Were you one of those, you know, girly girls who like dolls or were you someone that was more into sports? You know, tell us some interesting stuff about yourself as a kid. Um, I was I was a tomboy and um I liked music from a really young age. I started playing violin when I was seven. I started playing guitar shortly after that. I sang um, since I could talk, really. I just always loved music. And so I just was involved in that uh, my entire life. I was in choir. I sang in church. Um, I did a little bit of some, like, forensics and some drama stuff. Nice. High school. And uh, then I started singing with a band um, called the Christina Chris Band. We did mostly covers, and I kind of just started getting out there, started writing music, and then shortly after that, uh, we formed Kaleido, and I formed Kaleido with um, a bunch of guys that um, I've been friends with for a long time through music, and here we are today. Nice, nice. Well, let's let's get a little more detail. I mean, that's that's amazing. I want to hear just a little bit more about you know. So before you're seven years old, was there someone in your family like who started to kind of get you interested in music? You know, what really was driving you? Was it music playing in the house? Was there someone who was a musician? Tell us a little bit about you know what inspired you. It was my grandma actually, and she used to babysit me every day when my mom and dad would go to work. And she was always playing music. So she was always playing um, little, like, church, like, kid church music for me. She was um, a very uh, devoted Christian woman. And she also was playing a lot of Elvis, and she was playing a lot of Patsy Cline. So I started singing that stuff. And I just, one of my last memories with her, she passed away when I was five. But one of the last things I remember um, was her telling me, Christina, you are a very good singer. Don't ever stop singing. And I always remember that. And she just, like, really instilled uh, passion for it. I think she just gave me that initial boost of confidence, even at that Mm -hmm. age. I still remember it to this day. And, yeah, I've been singing ever since. So that message stuck with me. That's amazing. Well, I'm sure I'm sure she's Thanks. extremely yeah. proud of you, and you know that that's really cool to hear a story about someone like that that's inspired you and really, like you said, made you confident and and gave you that drive to pursue it. Um, you know, again, just to digress a little bit, and then we're gonna, of course, get into more talking about Kaleido. So, as a kid, you said you know you were a tomboy, you were interested in music. What other things did you do? Did you do any types of sports? You know, anything interesting that you enjoyed doing as a kid? Actually, I did something that's kind of unusual. I, my family (laughs) and I um, had uh, purebred German Shepherds, and I used to travel all over the country and train and show dogs from the age of, like, 10 to, like, 17, 16, 17. Very interesting. So your fa- and your family, like you said, they they bred them and and these were like show dogs. Yes. Wow. And uh, I kind of was like the reins of that. I I we they had German Shepherds and and that's how I got interested in it. But then uh, after that, I just kind of like loved it. I loved animals and I loved dogs mm-hmm. and I was really good at it. So I started doing that. And I now looking back, I feel like that was my like introduction to touring because I almost like toured with my show dogs. Right. Well, I there you with go. The band. <laughs> Definitely. That's really cool. Do you think if, and I always ask this a little later on, but I might as well ask it now because I think it's uh, apropos, so to speak. But um, do you think if you weren't doing music, you might have went down a road with something with show dogs and stuff? Well, I kind of moved away from that because it was, t- it was taking up so much of my time and just my love for music just was greater and uh, I decided that you know I if I wanted to be successful at the level that I wanted to be you know I needed to really like dedicate myself to one or the other and and that's where the choice came in but um, yeah I think that that's kind of how how that came to be but throughout that I was still doing music too and I would also sing like the national anthem 
for like some of the events that I went to for that. So I nice. stayed doing music throughout all of that. That's great. That's great. But that's really cool to learn. See, that's something I wouldn't have read about you. And I did a, a ton of research looking at tons of different interviews you've done. So thank you for sharing that because yeah. I think that's something that the audience would really gravitate towards and find, you know, very unique and different about you. Cool. Yeah, and, you very know, not cool. many people definitely know that. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm glad I could I'm glad I could pull that out of you. Um you know, so talking about a little bit with your parents, if you don't mind me asking, what did your what do your parents do for a living? Do you have any siblings? Yes, I um well my I have a brother, one brother, and um he's an attorney, just recently graduated uh from law school and, and got nice. his job. So we're kind of like polar opposites really. Okay. <laughs> um he's a lawyer and I'm a rock star, but um and then uh yeah, just grew up in a blue-collar family in Detroit. Um, you know, I was taught early on to work for what I wanted, and mm-hmm. here I am. Nice, nice. And what did your parents do um, for work? Um, well, my mom, uh, she doesn't work. She did work, and um, she was like an administrative assistant. And then uh, my dad uh, drives a truck, delivers stuff. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so like you said, that that work ethic, and I always love hearing that. I've interviewed, I can't think off the top of my head because I've done probably over 200 interviews now, but I've had several bands out of Michigan, and I think a couple from Detroit, and I know that they've always really talked about just that valuable, you know, work ethic and, you know, really instilling at a young age that if you want to do something, you have to work hard for it. So I definitely can appreciate that. Yeah, there was uh, absolutely, like, never any handouts, you know, and uh, I kind of mm-hmm. had to take the reins to um, to navigate and drive my own career. Like, my parents didn't push me in this direction, and, and they didn't, they definitely didn't have a hand in, you know, in forming this for me. It was, like, purely my own. My mom has, like, a paper from when I was six years old, and my teacher asked us to write down what we wanted to be when we grew up. And you know, at six years old, I wrote a singer. So like, and it's so funny. She has a paper from my brother at the same age, and he said a lawyer on his. But she's like, I guess you guys knew right away what you wanted to do. So we made up our minds like fairly early on. I guess you could say. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that's so cool too. I mean, how symbolic is that to have something like that still from when you were so young? I mean, that's really cool. <laughs> Really, yeah, really it's, cool. it's definitely funny. She texted me a picture of it, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> yes, <laughs> cool. I knew. You gotta get that. You gotta get that framed for both of you guys. You okay. know, right? That's cool. So, okay, so like you said, let's we'll move along now a little more. But again, thanks for sharing some really cool stuff about you. Um, so going into school and stuff, you know, like you said, you're in the choir. Definitely someone who was, you know, did you do plays and stuff like that too? Um, a little bit. I was more into like forensic, like storytelling. Like I would, uh, I did some competitions for that, and that's really where like the drama came in. And I feel like that, the theatricalness and and everything that I carry over to mm-hmm. the Ohio State show was really like born during that, uh, that period. And okay. then and to how- incorporate music with it. Nice, nice. And going through school when you um. Like you said, when you got through school, did you continue with any type of education or anything or vocation, or you just really were just pursuing music pretty much, you know, hardcore? Yep. Uh, uh, I got, like, an associate's degree in business, but then it was like I was – my music was really picking up, and I was – I knew what I wanted to do, so I just went for it. That's great, but that's great that you have that background, too, with some some business, you know what I mean? That makes you more – savvy too and you're you know i'm sure working out different deals and signing with labels and things like that totally you know we've been like independent our entire career and and a lot of that you know is is all that's on us so we're kind of the driving force behind kaleido you know no one's like uh, no one's like pulling the strings we're making all the decisions and stuff so it definitely does come in handy that's great. That's great. So Kaleido forms, like you said, in around 2011. Was that when it came together? Yep, right around then. 
Okay. And yeah, tell us a little bit about the story with just, again, how you, you know, met the members and how the band starts to evolve. Well, um, I was in a band with Cody, who is a bass player in Kauaio now, and we met another band that was local called Robots in the Garden, and one of the members, the drummer of that, Joey Pava, is now the drummer of Kauaio. We kind of hit it off right away and became really good friends, and then both of our bands, like, naturally started to just kind of fall apart. Like, it was really natural, just kind of the time. Mm-hmm. People that were in those bands, in, in my band especially, it just wasn't the right fit. So we started writing together, and then we decided to start Kaleido. And and then our Ronnie Rosalino, who's the guitar player in Kaleido, um, I went to high school with him, and we got in touch, and he started playing guitar, and then it just all came together. One of nice. our, our very first show was actually at the Roxy in Hollywood, and I was invited by Mickey Avalon because I did some writing with him to play, and Kaleido really wasn't even fully formed at that time. We just had a couple songs, and we didn't have a name at that time, but we decided to go out to California and play that show, and then when we came back to Detroit, we knew that we had something, like, super special. The show went so well that we decided to, you know, kick it into high gear and name it Kaleido. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you guys just... And, you know, refresh me when you said that you were, you went out to the Roxy um, with the individual that you were writing with. His name again was Mickey. Mickey Avalon. Okay. And that's awesome. So he was the one who got you to get out to the Roxy and you guys just performed with, what did you even call yourselves? Did you just be like, hey, we're kind of just getting together? (laughs) We just called it my name. We just called it Christina Chris. We didn't really know. I just. We were like, okay, we're gonna, we want to go do the show. It's a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. So we went and and just kind of and ha- did our songs that we had at the time, and it went really well. And then came back and went right in the studio, started recording some more music, and named it Clido. Nice. And Clido is interesting because you know, again, I was reading about it, so I don't want to you know reiterate because I want you to share the the story behind it. But you know, I read that you were kind of like, you know, your mind was kind of wandering and you're trying to think of a band name. And, you know, I really think that the name captures what you guys are about so much because it is about this intricate music and and this evolving band and you guys, you know what I mean? Always new experiences. So tell us a little bit about, you know, that moment when your mind was kind of wandering and how you came to the you know, conclusion of Kaleidoscope, but really Kaleido. And, and you know, to be honest, Christine, I was just dying because when I was reading your bio, at first I'm like, how do you say this name? Is it Kaleido, Kaleido? And then it was so great because at the end you had your, you know, the quote of Kaleidoscope and what it means. And I was like, oh, okay, there you go. Perfect. I got the, <laughs> I got the pronunciation correct. Yes. It's funny because it's actually the first name that I thought of that Joey didn't hate. <laughs> what were some of the I names like, that you didn't I like? I don't remember. I don't even remember <laughs> any of them. Isn't that crazy? I was just, right. I was like, okay, we're not going to keep calling it Christina Chris forever because that's not what it was. You know, it wasn't a solo thing. Right. It was a band. But for the time being, we just had to go with something. And my old band was called the Christina Chris Band. So we just dropped the band part of it and went by Christina Chris just to get through mm-hmm. what we were, you know, had on deck. And so. I kept suggesting names. We were on the way to a studio um, to record a song, Love Design, one of the very first songs we ever wrote or recorded. And I'm, like, throwing names out there, and he's like, I don't know. I don't like that. That sucks. (laughs) And then I said Kaleido, and he just was, like, quiet for a second. And then I said Kaleido again, I think, and then he just didn't hate it. So we sat with it for a little bit, and it stuck and then it, it just you know it has like a lot of meaning in it it's the perfect name for us because it's it's exactly it's exactly what we kind of represent it's what our music says it's the story we tell right. it's the story of you know just life and experiences and and like you said just evolution and continually changing but still carrying everything that you've been through with you growing and and learning and being a human and experiencing this world. 
Yeah, no, I think it's great. It's a really cool name, and again, it's very unique. It's original, and it again, it, it captures the essence of you guys, you know, as artists and as a band. So I think it's great. Really cool. Um, Thank you. Yeah, so let's do this. Why don't we, while we're talking about Kaleido, and we're going to get into your album and stuff, let's um, let's check out your single, Die Trying, which is going to be off of uh, Experience, coming out on the 19th of May. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about that track. I know that is the third one, because I know you had, a, you had what was it, um, Love and War, right? And then also Trouble in Paradise is a great song, too. Um, but, yeah, tell us a little bit about Die Trying, the one that you guys are currently pushing. Die Tryin' is the story of us, really. Um, lyrically, if we don't win them all, we'll die trying. Like I said um, earlier, we were instilled with this, like, very strong work ethic since we were children growing up in blue-collar families in Metro Detroit. And that song really tells that story, that we might get knocked down, you know, we might go through some low points, but we always get back up and we always keep fighting. And it's really the story of that song. And there's also another cool thing about that song. We became really good friends with a band called Alien Ant Farm. Yeah. Over the past, like, three years. Mm -hmm. And we became so close. They brought us on our very first national tour. We became so close that we decided to go out to California and do some writing and recording with them. And Die Trying is one of the songs that we did while we were at Mike Cosgrove's house. He's the drummer of Alien Ant Farm. Uh, the other one was the first single, Love and War, and that actually featured Dryden Mitchell from the band, Alien Ant yes. Farm, the singer. He's a, a vocalist on that song. And then we ended up doing this song, Die Trying, out there as well. We recorded it right at Mike's house. So there's, like, a lot of uh, emotional attachment to the song and sort of, like, magic. In, in the making of that song and the whole process. It's really cool. exciting that that song is just really starting to take off and doing so well. We definitely put a lot of time and love into making it. And I think that it really comes through. It does. It's a great track. And I definitely want to ask you when you come back, because I'm, I'm a big fan of Alien Ant Farm, um, you know, how you guys actually met them and the story behind that, because I think that'll be really interesting to hear just – you know, again, it's not every day that you see a major band that's so supportive and stuff. So I think that's amazing that you guys had that opportunity to really become close with them and have them take you under their wing. All right. But let's uh, totally. let's check out Die Trying. All right, Christina, we'll check it out. I'll put you on hold. And then as soon as the song's done, I'll bring you back on. Okay, great. All right. Sure. Hold on. All right, everyone, Christina, Chris from Kaleido. We're going to check out the hit single, Die Trying, which is the one that they're pushing right now. It is off of their album, Experience, and be sure to pick up a copy of it. The album is phenomenal. It will be released on May 19th. So here we go with Die Trying, and we'll be back in a moment. Monday, early morning 
one, Kaleido and Die Trying Again, hit single off of their debut album, which is going to be coming out on May 19th, titled Experience. So be sure to check them out on tour with Caesar and Letters from the Fire, as well as pick up a copy of their album when it's released. All right, let's bring Christina back on. All right, Christina, awesome, hey. awesome song. Amazing. Thank you. Really cool. Yeah, your vocals are phenomenal. Everyone's, uh, you know, musicianship is just spot on. So great stuff. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. So, um, yeah, so tell us a little bit about um, how you guys uh, met Alien Ant Farm and, you know, just a little bit of the history on, on the relationship that you guys developed with them. Well, we met them at a concert that they were playing that was uh, near where we live. And we were hanging out. We met him backstage, took a couple shots together. (laughs) And uh, I talked to Mike Cosgrove, the drummer, and I said, at this time, we were not touring national yet. We were just kind of getting, uh, you know, the itch to start branching out of Detroit. We had been doing, like, a few little runs here and there on the weekend, venturing out a few states away. And I said to Mike, I said, Mike, we really want to go on tour, and if you guys took us out, we would just kill it every night, and it would be so awesome. And he just looked at me and and, and really didn't say much at that time, and, and then we just, you know, all of us continued to hang out for the rest of the night, and we, we all really hit it off. And um, then the next thing you know, we were on tour with them. That's amazing. <laughs> and they That's brought so- us on our first national tour. Yeah, and it's so cool, you know, that you were just so assertive and just kind of like, you know what, I'm just going to put it out there. You know, what, you know, and I, that's what I say. I'm actually a psychologist. I don't, you know, talk about that on the air. But, you know, that's what I teach my clients is, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Someone's going to say no to you, but you're not going to know if you don't try. Right. So, like your song. Yeah, again, if you don't time, ask. Time your song back in, die trying, you know. So I think that's really cool. Were you nervous at all when you said it or you're just like, whatever, I'm just going to ask them. I just said it. I didn't think about it too much. Right, right. Cool. <laughs> That's cool. So I just had you a feeling. Were... I was like, you know, good vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sometimes you just know when, when the moment's right and you're just having a good feeling about it. Um, and you guys went to the U.K. with them, right? Yes. That was just at the end of 2016, too. And wow. we had an amazing time. We just, you know, really felt feel blessed to know them as and have them as friends and then you know also be able to go on tour with them and everything they've been really great to us they're kind of like our brothers band brothers yeah that's that's really cool i mean they've been around for you know a long time they're very seasoned do they have any new music coming out yeah they uh put an album out uh their latest one was called always and forever and that one's available now and they're actually working on a new one right now too just talked to Dryden cool. uh, not too long ago, and uh, yeah, they're writing some new material, and I am just all all for the success of those guys. They're just great people, and I can't wait to uh, hear what they're working on now. Yeah, well, that's great. Hopefully, maybe I can interview them one day. That would be interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. 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 So let's get back to, you know, it was interesting too. And, um, you know, the person didn't like elaborate on it, but when you were in the UK, you actually had an opportunity. I think it was, you played at a place that supposedly your grandparents or a lot, some of your family is from Ireland. And didn't you have an opportunity to actually go to a place, I guess, that they had hung out? Yes. Um, it's called the empire in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Which is crazy because my mom is from Ireland. Um, mm-hmm. and her, her mom and dad are from there, obviously. She came over, she moved to America when she was nine years old. And so my grandparents and their parents, I guess, they said, used to go. It, this is like a very uh, old building, but they used to go there back in the day. And I thought that that was really crazy, especially, you know, just, my family was so excited that I was finally getting over there because for years they've been like, when are you going to come play in Ireland? When are you going to play in Ireland? And I'm like, I'm working on it. You know, that's a big, that's a big step. Uh, And it finally happened. I got to meet some family over there that I've never met before. And that was one of the most memorable stops of the whole tour for sure. 
That's amazing. Really cool. Yeah, that was really cool to read that, that, you know, you had that, that opportunity to, to get over there and, yeah, experience some of your heritage and really cool. Really cool. Um, share with, you know, while we're talking about the band and stuff, and then we'll, we'll talk about the recording and the album. Share with us some things about your band members in terms of, you know, something interesting about each one of them in terms of did any of them go to school for anything interesting or have some interesting jobs? You know, give us a little bit of a highlight on, on each of the members. Well, everyone in the band is just so incredibly talented on so many different levels. Um, they're all really amazing people and super talented musicians. Um, all of them play multiple, multiple instruments and record. And so I'll start with Joey. Um, who mm-hmm. I really was the really was the one that I I really started the band with him and I kind of lit lit the flame I guess and uh, got Kaleido rolling and he's an amazing guitar player he's an amazing amazing drummer and he sings really well too and he's just he's just so talented and an amazing songwriter and. Cody, one of my oldest friends in the world, and mm-hmm. again, just so talented. He does so much for the band beyond playing bass. He does most of our media stuff. He's an incredible graphic designer. He cool. manages our website. Um, he's, you know, it's just, it's, it is nothing that he can't do, really. That's, that's how I want to put it. And we call him the wizard for good reason <laughs> because he is a wizard. That's cool. And he, and we call him Daddy too. He's kind of like the daddy of the band. <laughs> He's driving right nice. now, actually listening nice. to me talk about him. I can't see his face. There you but, go. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he's smiling. Oh, okay. Oh no! Eyes on the road. Eyes on the road. Oh God. Uh, okay. Next we'll move to Ronnie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Ronnie has grown so much uh, since I started working with him in music he's come such a long way uh he now is just a whiz in his own right when it comes to um recording and he does a lot of our flyers and, and graphics and stuff as well and i've just really watched him evolve and become such a you know a, a really talented a better version of you know himself than he was when i first met him he's just he's come leaps and bounds and he's one of my best friends in the whole world. And then Zach, who is our newest member, mm-hmm. Zach joined the band joined the band less than a year ago, and um, he's one of the most incredible guitar players that I've ever uh, played with. And we're just really happy to have him in the band with us. He's really quiet; he doesn't talk too much. But uh, <laughs> and again, he's like just sitting there listening to me talk about him. No, he's an amazing right. guitar player. Um, he got thrown into the fire. He literally joined the band, and we like yeah, really like, us, went right to the UK. Tell us a little bit about that, because from what and again, correct me if I'm wrong. From what I was reading, it sounded like you guys were pretty heavily involved in shows and touring, and I think even recording your album when the former guitarist Jamie, I guess, transitioned out. Um, if you you know, with whatever, of course, you feel comfortable sharing. You know, what led to Jamie's departure, and then how did you guys hook up with Zach? Well, you know, I just don't think that Jamie was really cut out for this lifestyle. Um, I just don't think that he really wanted to keep touring and everything. So it was time for him to go, and, you know, uh, I wish him the best, and and there's no, like, bad blood or anything like that. It's just kind of got to a point in his life where, you know, he – this wasn't the right carry on and we put a open call out to the internet and, and to our friends and said, we've got this UK tour already booked and we're we've got an album that's already recorded wow. and we've got a lot of stuff that's like already on the books and we need somebody else. And, and, you know, not just anybody was going to fill that position. We had to find the right person, somebody that right. was really talented, a lead guitar player. And so we put an open call out there. And we got a bunch of responses, and then somebody told Zach about us, <laughs> and he hadn't even, like, really heard of us, so I think that that's pretty cool, because, you know, um, he just 
learned the songs, and he came in, and he was ripping right away. And nice. Was like, he just fit in right away. It was perfect. It was like that's his, good. Yeah, I can't imagine. Oh my gosh, you guys got this tour lined up, (laughs) and you need to replace them. You know, a major player in a short period of time. So that's great. The stars are definitely aligned for you guys by bringing uh, Zach in. Yes, totally. Very cool. So was that part of? You know, it was interesting to see that the album too was maybe it looked like it was set to come out a little earlier, maybe back in the fall of 2016. Was that part of what maybe delayed the album? you know, coming out a little later than you anticipated, or was that just something you guys planned to do? No. The best thing about where we are right now is that Mm -hmm. we really didn't do too much planning. Like, we kind of let everything shake out and just fall into place. And in my experience and, and, and with this band, that's when the best things happen for us. So, we had a lot of changes. We went through a lot of changes and we really wanted to get a great tour. And so we went through a a lot of changes with our team and, and just trying to figure things out and how we were going to make it work. And, you know, the album, I wanted to put the album out last summer and it's like literally been pretty much, it was done back then. We ended up adding some more. Wow. The fact when we decided to push it back, but I wanted to put it out last summer. But it just so it worked out that we just kept having to push it back because we wanted to tour, and we ended up getting this tour with Caesar, and it by chance was around the final pushback date. We finally were like, okay, that's it. We're not pushing it back anymore. May 19th is it. <laughs> that's it. It's coming out no matter what. If we have to go and book our own tour and just do it ourselves, we will. That's when it's coming out. And then a matter of weeks after deciding on that date, we got this tour with Cedar and we were just blown away and so excited and, and everything kind of just worked itself out perfectly. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think like you said, things just kind of fall into place and sometimes it's not right to push it. You know, it's let them, let things happen kind of more organically, naturally. And I think that really does work for you guys. Yes. I, I fully wholeheartedly believe that. I think that, Leaving it to that has, has yielded the, the most positive results, like the best results for us. But, of course, there's thought behind it. So we're not just throwing darts and, you know, there's thought behind it, but it's just not pushing, you know. It's letting things work themselves out naturally, and that's when the good stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about um, recording the album. You guys recorded it at Pipeyard Studio, right, in uh, Plymouth, Michigan. And, uh, yeah, tell yeah, us a little bit about the process. Done. Yeah, who produced it, who mixed it, you know, throw some of that stuff in there. Well, we had uh, a very clear idea of what we wanted to do when we started recording this album, and that was find a way to sound as close to what we sound like live and get it recorded. And that was just number one on our list. That's what we wanted to do. And we've worked with other people in the past, and, and it's been great, but we felt like there was just something missing from the live recording that was, you know, it was like something that we have live. It wasn't really transferring over to the recording. So that mm-hmm. was at the forefront of our minds going in. So we really produced this record ourselves primarily with help from Josh Dillon and Nick Morris at the Pipe Yard. And uh, Nick Morris is uh, at Luxor Records, which is an independent record label that uh, is releasing experience. For us and so those guys really got us they really understood who we are and what Kaleido is and I think that that's why it turned out so well is because they didn't try to push us in any certain direction or make us into what they thought that we should be they just really understood who we were and Josh actually was in Robots in the Garden with Joey years ago so they've been friends since they were like really young and I think that that relationship had a lot to do with it. We were very comfortable with each other. And we mm-hmm. really took our time. We spent over two years working on the album, just slowly cracking wow. away, making sure that everything was turning out the way we wanted it to. Yeah, I think that's great that you guys put that time in. Because, you know, I think today, unfortunately, sometimes, and it, and you're right, it doesn't sound overproduced or too polished. I mean, it sounds 
great. You know what I mean? I think it's the perfect mixture of, like you said, trying to get that live sound that you guys, you know, showcase so well. Um, and I think, yeah, I think Thank sometimes you. there's this. I'm really glad that's coming across. Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, it's a great mix. I mean, it really sounds good. And I listen to a ton of music because, you know, I love interviewing bands and supporting all of you guys. Um, but, yeah, but I think, you yeah. know, there's this. You know, it's not like it was 10 years ago where, you know, bands put an album out every, what, few years. I mean, it's like once one's done, it's like the next one has to be, you know, kind of cooking and coming out. And, yeah, sometimes I think that that's not good because then stuff comes out and it's it's not as good as it could be. If you put that time in and you kind of let stuff marinate and you think about it and you go back and listen, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And we also went through a lot in that time. We weren't just sitting in the studio recording and writing that whole time. We also were touring, and also we went to Los Angeles, and we worked with a producer out there that just was not the right fit for our band. You know, it, I, felt, okay. I feel like throughout my career, there has been numerous situations that I've been in with different people in the industry where they've really tried to turn me into what they think that I should be or what they want me to be, you know, and, and just at the end of the day, that doesn't really fly with me because I am who I am and I'll, you know, I'm very flexible and I'm always, always open to learning new things and experiencing Mm -hmm. new things. And, um, so I'll hear it out, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm who I am and I do what I do and I know what I do well. And so we've tried a couple different things, you know, and it, it took a while to like really find that, and just fully feel confident in knowing who we are and what we do. And I experience really stands, is really a testament to that. The recording, the words of the songs, everything about it. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And that's interesting you said that because I did want to, it was in my earlier notes that I had. But, yeah, I had read something that you, you made a comment that, right, there were times where producers, managers, were they trying to pull you away from a band to make you into a solo artist? What was what was going on? Like, that's an interesting comment you made that people were trying to sometimes, you know, push you maybe in a certain direction or mold you into something. Yeah, it's, it's happened time and time again. And, and, you know, every time I just walk away at the end and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not doing that, you know, and that did happen. Um, and we were working as a band with this producer. And then, you know, I'm also an artist individually from Kaleido. So, I do enjoy working on my own stuff, you know, but I really, my passion and my heart lies with my band, with these guys, with Kaleido. I mean, I think that that's why I'm here on this earth is is to work with these people and and make the music that we make when we're together. So it was fun working on some different stuff style-wise and, you know, independently or with the producer, Mm -hmm. without the band. Like, it was fun, but that just really isn't where my heart, that wasn't where my heart was at. And, you know, I was being just continually pulled in that direction. And, and, you know, finally I just had to, like, put my foot down and say, yeah, this is cool. Like, it's fun. I like making music. But, like, I need to I need to be with my band. I've got this record to go write and put out. And, and that was experience. Right. Great. Yeah, experience is great. And, and experience, you know, no pun intended. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about the title because it definitely, I think, plays into – you know, just your life experiences and probably the bands in terms of you guys, again, developing, evolving, going through some challenging times? Yeah, that was that was where the name came from. It was just how much we've been through together since we started this band. And, and we really set out to make this as our first full-length album. And so mm-hmm. there's an intro, there's interludes, there's different little bits and pieces that have made it so that it can flow like seamlessly from beginning to end. You know, the listener will be taken through an experience and through the experiences that we've gone through over the past few years being Kaleido, you know, and, and of course the uh, experiences before we were in the band together as well, but it really does tell a, a story that I think that people will be able to follow and relate to. And that's, the name just came naturally after that. It was like, if that's what life is about, that's what Kaleido is about, it's collecting those experiences and becoming, you know, the, your ultimate version of yourself. Because I feel like every day we grow and learn and, and change, and that's just inevitable. And I wanted to put that on a record. Yeah, 
No, it's great. I think, yeah, like you said, I think the nice thing, too, is that just lyrically in the way you guys do compose your music and the songs, I do think that people can, you know, interpret them in whatever way they see fit and, you know what I mean, apply it to themselves in their lives and, and how does it have meaning to them. So, yeah, I think that's a real talent that you guys have with, with the music writing, too. Hey, we love it more Definitely. than anything. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, um, yeah, so... I guess share with us, you're going to also be going out with, are you going out with Rob Zombie later in July at some point? Yeah, we're playing with Rob Zombie in July. And oh my we gosh. can't wait for that one because we've all really, you know, looked up to him our entire careers. I mean, he's just yeah. so multi-talented as well and, and just so many different aspects of creating art, you know, visually, musically. So, we're really excited to share a stage with him. I mean, that is just, that's like a bucket list one right there. Even I Right. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, yeah, some major, I mean, Seether's great. They got some, you know, I heard a couple of new singles from them coming out. So they got some great stuff coming out. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Are you guys a fan of uh, Rob Zombie's movies? <laughs> yes, we <Yeah>. are. Zoe <laughs> is actually the big movie buff in uh, the band. He probably okay. owns, like... Um, I'd say a good few thousand DVDs. Wow. <laughs> but, and he also knows, like, everything uh, about every movie. So, yeah, we're fans. Uh, we're big horror movie fans as well. So that's going to be really cool. And we're also really big fans of Seether. You know, I think that this tour with them is going to be amazing because we look up to them a lot. And just their writing and uh, and just their longevity in the industry is just something to be admired, you know. So I'm looking forward to sharing the stage with them every night and getting to soak it all in. Definitely, definitely. I'm sure you're going to learn a lot from these, you know, again, these major artists that you're, you know, having this great opportunity to tour with and meet. So that's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, so what else do you guys want to, you know, what else do you want to share? If you want to plug your social media sites and then we'll start wrapping things up so I can let you guys just relax and, uh, you know, keep traveling. Oh, we're just rolling down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, everything uh, can be found right at our website. So kaleidoband.com will take you to our Facebook, our Twitter, our store. We have some really cool shirts and hats and um, CDs and, and some cool stuff in there. And then also there are links to all the websites where you can pre-order experience right now. So iTunes, Amazon, Google, there's links right on our webpage that will take you to pre-order digitally. There's also a link to do a physical pre-order of the album. And there's some instant gratification tracks that you do get if you pre-order right now, the digital versions. You'll get uh, Trouble in Paradise and Die Trying immediately. And... In the next week or so here, we should be releasing one more track before the full album comes out on May 19th. And also we have a new music video that should be coming out in the next week or so as well, and that's for Die Tryin'. And nice. I hope that if, if you're listening, if, uh, to everyone listening out there, if you're, when you're listening to your local rock stations, if you'll call and request Kaleido's Die Tryin', that would be really incredible. It's our first song that has... Uh, made its way onto the Billboard Mainstream Rock Indicator charts right now. So we're climbing our way slowly but surely up that and uh, all the requests and love for that. It would be greatly appreciated. Nice. Well, yeah, I mean, I wish you guys such success with this album. It's a great album. I think it's going to do really well. And um, yeah, I mean, it's been a pleasure interviewing you, Christina. You're always welcome back on the show if you have some new music coming out in the future uh, that you want to promote. So just feel free to always, uh, you know, reach out to me. And, uh, yeah, I wish you guys much success with the tour. Thank you so much for having me on. It was really an awesome interview. I enjoyed it very much. Cool. Thank you so much, too, Christina. So, yeah, wish you guys and uh, you and the guys success and much luck with the album. And hopefully I'll be hearing from you guys at some point in the future. Yes, you definitely okay. will. All right. So thank, thank you so you much so again much for again. coming on. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Have Bye. a great night. Take care. Bye. 
All right, everyone. Christina Chris from Kaleido and promoting their new album coming out on May 19th titled Experience. Be sure to check it out. We uh, checked out their song tonight, Die Trying. If for some reason you tuned in late, there will be a podcast, so you can always download or stream it. All of my podcasts are available uh, Excuse me, on uh, iTunes as well as on the Blog Talk Radio site. So it's all free. Download it, stream it, share it, and uh, let's get this interview out there. It's some really cool stuff that Christina shared that you won't be able to find anywhere else. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, please become a fan of the Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook. That's where you can find all of the information for upcoming interviews and shows that I have. I also have two personal pages. One's maxed out on Facebook, but uh, please befriend me on the other one. I always love to keep in touch with people that way, too. And lastly, I'm on Twitter at Carrie Edelman. So if you follow me, I will follow you back. So thank you so much again, everyone, for tuning in tonight. Kaleido, amazing band. Check these guys out. Pick up a copy of their album experience. And um, check out the podcast. I've done about 225 interviews at this point. Every interview is going to be unique and different, and I really do a lot of uh, preparation and research on my guests to bring you guys something interesting. So thanks so much again for tuning in, and have a great night. <laughs>